Welcome to the Cluttered Desk Podcast. My name is Jason Bings. I'm the Professional Learning Director for Professional Oklahoma Educators. I've also served as a K-12 educator, administrator, and instructional coach. You can follow me on Twitter at Jason Bings or on Facebook and Instagram at thecluttereddesk.info. You can also find some of my other resources that I've shared by going to my website, thecluttereddesk.info. I'll try to post show notes and other information relevant to each episode on that site. This is the first episode of the podcast, and as such, I wanted to explain what this podcast is about. The Cluttered Desk is about education and the multitude of topics related to education. As anyone involved in education knows, the issues surrounding it are very complex, overlapping, and cluttered. This shows an attempt to clear some of that clutter, so each cast will cover some topic in a brief manner if possible. Some of my favorite podcasts are roughly 10 to 20 minutes in length, and I would like to stick to that model. Uh, This way you can listen during your planning period, lunch break, or commute to and from work. Uh, There will be times where the topic will um, dictate that we run longer on the show, and we'll try to split that up into two episodes if necessary. So now that we have that out of the way, we should get to today's topic. One thing that has been on my mind is our responsibility as educators to our students. What is it we're required to do for them and required to get them to do? This is a complex topic, and I'm sure I'll revisit it on later episodes in more depth and detail. Uh, For this episode, though, I want to look at digital citizenship. Uh, What are we expected to model for our students? To narrow it down even more, let's look at social media. Whether you realize it or not, they're watching you online and learning from you. In the news, we're constantly seeing stories about some teacher doing something inappropriate or illegal with a student, and oftentimes it begins online in some manner. It saddens me that this behavior occurs in our profession, but that isn't what I really want to focus on here. I really want to look more closely at how we converse online. I know you've probably witnessed it on Twitter or Facebook or some other form of social media at one point or another. Uh, You may have even witnessed it this week. Something negative happens to someone, and instantly they take to social media to complain. All of their friends chime in and offer their two cents worth on the event. This could be in the form of bashing the offending party, demanding the user seek retribution, or even tagging a local news station in the post in order to draw attention to the the problem. This usually results in the issue being very one-sided, and not only that, it oftentimes ends up that the accused is in a position that they can't offer any kind of comment without violating privacy laws or personnel laws, and so the negative image persists. It would be great if a comment could be offered to clarify the point, uh, but that's seldom possible. Uh, This type of behavior is what our students students are seeing modeled online, and institutions can't fix or can't repair the damage that's done by it. But what about other situations and other ways we model behavior for our students? previously ran across a thread on social media where two people I follow um, that are in other parts of the country had a rather heated exchange as a result of what one probably intended as a fairly innocuous comment uh, that was, in my opinion, taken out of context, or the original meaning may have had more read into it than was initially 
implied. Um, that's one of the problems we have with social media. Unless you're using a video, there's no great way um, to indicate the tone that you're intending with your comments. And so it's left up to the reader to interpret that tone. We all know that three people can read the same paragraph and come away thinking very different things about the author's intent for the piece. Punctuation helps convey that message, but oftentimes there's limited character space, and so punctuation is one of the first things to go. Uh, this leaves, leaves each of us in a very uh, sticky situation and precarious position when we read posts on social media. And if we're not careful, uh, we can easily become offended by the remarks of others. Now, I can't be 100% certain that this is what happened in, in the case that I mentioned before. In fact, I think it could easily be argued that both parties were at fault in the conversation that I read. But back to my original point, as educators, what are we modeling for our students? Do we carefully craft our words in a way so that they cannot be misconstrued, or do we nonchalantly comment on everything that pops into our mind? If we're doing the former, we may never be able to comment safely online, and if we're doing the latter, then we're a person that has no filter or someone that is offended by everything and thinks every comment is a personal attack. We should always keep in mind how a comment will be taken, but not be so consumed by that, not be so consumed by it that we're paralyzed and, and never comment. Uh, we should also not be like the kid on the playground that thinks just because someone looks in their direction that they're talking about them or making fun of them. As educators, we need to think a little more, a little bit more before we comment online. Uh, for my part, I intend to be more positive with my posts. If I do have an issue with something, it is with the idea or the action and not the person. I don't want to be attacking other people online, uh, but I want to encourage conversation. Uh, this is something that we seem to have lost in this age, and we're no longer able to converse or debate without being offended. I like the exchange of ideas, and if someone has one contrary to what I have, I can share my point without being snarky or sarcastic, and should work to avoid responding that way. This is a behavior that our students need to see modeled, especially in a day when social media is dominated by those that are con consistently ridiculing and demeaning others. So how do we do this? I think we have to approach it from a couple of angles. First, think about what you say. You don't always have to say something. In fact, I think we should all live by Proverbs 17:28, which says, Even a fool is thought wise if he keeps silent, and discerning if he holds his tongue. There's a time to say something, but most of the time we don't need to say anything because it will further inflame the situation. The second way we can approach this is to focus on the positive things you can say. If someone responds negatively, don't respond in a negative way, but instead find a way to point out the positive. That is what's been cluttering my desk lately. Hopefully it helps clear some of the clutter for you as well. You can find a transcript for this episode by going to thecluttereddesk.info slash ep001. Feel free to contact me with comments, questions, or topic suggestions. Have a great day.